7 to 8 p.m. Sport on with Tabi Somosia. My name is Alex Shakwani, an official at Mamidori Sundance Football Club. I'm saddened by the death of one of our own, Anele. We received the news this morning. Now, on behalf of our president, Dr. Patrice Mutsipe, the board of directors, the management, the technical staff under the leadership of the three coaches, the players, and the supporters, we are saying to the family, you are not alone. We have also lost somebody that we loved very much. We are saying to the family, please know that the family of Mamidori Sundance Football Club, the Yellow Nation, is with you. With this heavy heart, we are saying to you, please tell those who know our relationship with Anele that we remain as friendly to the family as possible. Well, it is not a good evening at all today, but uh, the show must go on, folks, and we will soldier on. The opening clip was from Mamelodi Sundowns FC official, Mr. Alex Shakwana, who paid tribute to Anele Ngonga on behalf of the club and its president, Dr. Patrice Mutsepe. It is a dark Monday here in South Africa, also in Belgium. Grown men have been in tears today after hearing the tragic news of the passing of the Bafana Bafana International, Anele Ngonga, who was killed in a car crash this morning in KZN. And I'm told that it's a gloomy day in Cape Town and they believe that it's a sign of a giant that has fallen. Anel Ngonga left South Africa before even playing in the PSL. He moved to Belgium and played for Genk for nine years before uh, going to France for a season and during that time he played for Bafana Bafana and that's how many of us became aware of him. He was a member of the 2010 Bafana Bafana World Cup squad. He was kept 53 times uh, by the country at the time of his death and he finally returned to South Africa in 2016 where he signed for Mameludi San downs and a few days ago he then moved to Amazulu on loan and as I mentioned he lost his life today in that car accident in KZN at around 5am. 5 5 so we have had to drop um, everything that we had planned for tonight and uh, hopefully we will do it uh, to, to tomorrow and thank you to our guests that we had scheduled for understanding but for now until 8pm we will remember Oanele Ngonga. We will hear from his sister Usiya. We will hear from Quentin Fortune who will join us from the UK He's a former captain in Belgium. Thomas Buffal will also speak to us from Belgium. And we also want to hear from you about your memories of Anele Ngonga. On the 5th of March this year, most of you who listen to this show might remember that Anele was actually in our studios here on SAFM. He was on this show, SAFM Spot On, in a rare interview because he told us that he does not do a lot of interviews, especially radio interviews, and it's something that he was not used to when he was in Belgium. Uh, so that's why he's just not been doing radio interviews, but he's also, he doesn't like to talk much. He said he likes to do his talking on the field and just lead by example. So because it was probably his last profile interview uh, we spent an hour with Annelin Nonga in studio and what you might not what you obviously don't know is that we spent another hour and a half with him after the show just standing in the parking lot here at the SABC and he was telling us so much including the fact that when he turns 34 next year he'll actually receive a payout if I remember correctly he said it was 1.4 million euros that he was going to receive from Belgium because in Belgium they have a players fund so every month they take something from your salary and they put it away and then you get it when you are 34 and he was due to get that payment um, next year he was 33 this year and he passed away um in um he passed away this morning but he turned 33 in october so we do hope that money will find its way to his family i'm not sure how things work in belgium but i would think that is the right thing to do because he actually even told us after the interview i think even during the interview this party told us that he wants to go back to Belgium after his playing career he believed that at Genk they had a role for him at Genk and that's where he was headed to when he was done playing but he had to come play here at home so that his family can actually uh, get a, a chance to see him play for a club here in South Africa and that's how he joined Mamelodi Sundowns so as I said because it was probably his last in profile interview on 
any radio station, I would think he doesn't do a lot of interviews. So we will take you back to that conversation we had with him where he also talks about his uh, playing with Kevin De Bruyne in Belgium, his relationship with Thibaut Courtois, the Real Madrid and Belgium goalkeeper. Those were some of his teammates. He also spoke about uh, Benteken and also his time at Arsenal when um, Arsene Wenger invited him for trials there at Arsenal. That is the now late Anne And please share, send your messages to 061-4104-107, 061-4104-107. And you can also SMS us to 41391. As we remember, Anne on the show up until 8pm and our condolences to his family and to everybody from Kuguletu, from Elanga, everybody from Cape Town. I know that they were a very close-knit family, the football community community in Cape Town, the likes of Professor Mark Mayambela, a man of dignity, a man of honor, uh, who said that he does not feel that he should be speaking right now about Anelengonga and we respect that professor. He really wanted to spend time with the family before he can gather his thoughts and speak about Anelengonga and he felt that it's not the right time. Condolences to Umchaga, also there in Cape Town, was very close to Anelengonga and to the family of Anelengonga and we trust you guys in Cape Town that you will be a pillar of strength to the family during this time. For the story behind the action, catch Tabiso Musia weekdays at 7 p.m. Let's begin our tribute to Anelengonga by hearing from his sister Usia. I had a chat with her earlier this afternoon obviously not an easy chat but uh, she agreed to speak to us on behalf of the family and i've just first uh, started by just asking her about um, when they were um, made aware of the passing of their brother we found out this morning so um one of us received a call um, asking us uh, to identify the tattoos on anelis um and then after that, we got calls and ENCA um, broadcast. We also, we also got that broadcast. So we found out this morning around about 8, mm. 7, 8 o'clock this morning. And did you find out from the police first before it was in the media? Yes. Mm. And just for clarity, did the accident happen in KZN? Yes, the accident did happen in KZN around about 5 o'clock in the morning. Um when Anila was on his way home. Mm. And, I mean, obviously, I can understand how the reaction has been back home, but how is everybody doing at this moment? We, we're all devastated. we extremely devastated. Our entire family. Um, this is a big loss for our family. Anila's mom, um, siblings, everyone is just in, in a very dark place, you know. Third day for an entire family, third day in Cape Town. The weather is just so gloomy, you know. You literally felt that time just stands still because it's, you can feel that an entire giant has fallen in, within our families in the soccer industry as well. And, and as a family, obviously, us, we know him from being a football player, but as a family, who have you lost in, in Anele and what, who does he leave behind? Um, we've lost a brother. Um, he leaves behind his mother um, and cousins and siblings, but mostly leaves behind his daughter, Osiposeto. Uh, and and how did you feel as a family about his move to Amazulu? He was about to join a new club, and I know there were reports that he could also be heading back to Belgium. Look, any any bright career, any move in a career, it's a bright career. He was extremely excited about it. Um, we as a family, you know, the more you progress, we will be happy for him, genuinely. So to, to him, it was a big achievement, and we were also just happy for him. Mm. And was he someone that was close to the family because he always spoke about his family, and actually he always spoke about his mother whenever we interviewed him? Yes, he, 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 was, he was a typical mother's boy. I mean, yeah, he was very, very close to his mother. He, he was very family-oriented. And it comes from a, from a family full of love you know, an affection. So he, he was a very family, he was a family man. And how proud were you when he went to Belgium where he spent almost 10 years playing overseas with South Africans not even knowing about him at that stage? You, you know what, when I tell you more than anything else, I remember we used to have a conversation and I'd say to him, you are where you are because you've worked extremely hard, you know. I remember when we were growing up, we used to wake up 5 o'clock in the morning, 
take a train and go out to Lansdowne to go to go train there for his secretariat. So when he landed in South and Belgium, that for him was big. That for him, for our family, was also big. So and it was literally just a build up to where and to, to where he is now. Mm. So it was the perfect stepping stone for him. So he was so Belgium. It was one of the great things that has ever happened to him because mm. it got him. He got him to Bafana Bafana. He got him to Sundowns, and now Amazon. Yes, and was he someone that was ambitious and had a dream? Extremely so. Extremely so. Extremely ambitious. Um, very community, um, community what related guy. Mm. You know, he wanted to uplift his community. He wanted to see the people of Kukuletu and Langa become more. I think one of the things that, although he was extremely quiet, mm. he was very humble. And when he spoke, one of those people that spoke and spoke sense um, to, to whoever he was conversing with. So he wanted the best for his community. Any boy who came up to him saying that I want to become a soccer star, he would tell him that he can't do it, coming from where he did and how he strived to be where he, he, he was today. And finally, Sia, how would you like him to be remembered, Anel? As a game changer, as a, as a big icon, you know, as a boy who came from the dusty streets of Guguletu and just went up and changed lives, you know, changed, the, the entire perception of township life, you know, of what it was, you know. So that's that's what I want to be remembered as, as as a big as a big person in the soccer industry and for the love that he had for his family and his mom. That is uh, Annalyn Wangwa's uh, sister, Osea. They're just speaking to us, just giving some insight and just sharing some memories about her now later brother. It's always a difficult interview uh, to do because you really never know what to ask the family because some just answers, some questions seem insensitive. But we appreciate the fact that she gave us a few minutes of her time just to speak to the football community and to the fans of Annalyn Wangwa. And we really send uh, our strength and our prayers to the family of Annalyn. Let's go to Belgium now. And that's where we find his former teammate, a Belgian international, also captain of Genk, uh, Thomas Buffel, who joins us on the line just to remember who who spent a decade in Belgium there playing for Genk and becoming one of their most kept players. Thomas, a good evening from us here in South Africa. It's not a really good evening, but we thank you that you have found time to speak to us in South Africa. Yes, good evening. Uh, thank you for calling me. First of all, I want to... Uh, uh, say and uh, give my condolences to the family of 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 Aneli, of Jongi, of uh, of course of, of the whole uh, Parsi family because he was really a family to us. And how has the reaction been in Belgium, Thomas? Is it is it news on TV? Is it news in the papers like it is here in South Africa? Yes, everybody is shocked. Uh, papers, uh, radio, uh, social media, uh, yeah. I can't believe that that something happened like this uh, to Jongi because uh, he was a very very special person uh, to his own. He seems to have been very popular with the fans. Also, that side. What made him so special? Well, I was was uh, was a person with, with a lot of talent. Uh, defensively, uh, even at a young age, he, he managed to 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 get into the the team and be successful and uh, showed real character. Always went hundred uh, percent into the games, into the battles. Uh, a true warrior, and and uh, and with the, even this uh, on top, he had a brilliant uh, technique as well. Um, that for the, the the supporters really loved him. And and when the the years went went over, of course he he, he got uh, one of the most capped players in the history of Genk. So, of course he had a lot of hearts uh, that he that he stayed loyal to the club for so long. Yes, and I was about to say, I mean, he had played two hundred and seventy nine uh, matches of for Genk. That's how do you describe his legacy at the club? Ah, uh, uh, in these times, it's 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 weird that that players play such a long time to with a team, huh? and uh, and he uh, he he did it. So uh, he becomes really a a, a family of of the team and and, and 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 some a real legend. And I was honored to to play with him for many many years. I think eight eighteen we played together on the right side. He he always got my back, and, and we were really really tough side. To, 
good opponent and, and, and we, we, we achieved great things together uh, with winning the league, the cup, uh, and European, uh, some, some great uh, adventures. Uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's sad that, that we have to think in the past now and, 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 and say goodbye to Jongi. Yeah, very sad indeed, uh, Thomas. What what memories do you have of him when he first arrived at the club? How much do you remember? Uh, it was uh, it was one one of the the, the, the special characters in, in the team. He he was he was so talented, and, and everybody had respect for him uh, on the pitch and, and in the dressing room. Even even when when he made made yeah some some color to the team uh, next to the pitch, uh, still everybody was was. Had respect for Jongi, and uh, he, he always brought positive vibes into the in the dressing room. And uh, and when we went on the pitch, he really yeah, was full full focused. So he, he had so much talent to and the gift to know when to be serious and and and, and know when when to to to, to ease, ease back a little bit to to yeah to 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 bring some joy to to the people around him. And did you expect him to stay that long in Belgium and make a name for himself? Because here in South Africa, actually, people didn't know about him until he moved to Belgium. Well, he he had the quality to even play in a big big league as well, uh, like Premier League or whatever. He he had that talent, and uh, but uh, he he just felt very very uh, comfortable at Genk and 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 and. and, and so I think that's why he stayed so long in in, in Genk and then it was like a second home for him. I think so. Uh, as well with Genk, we played a lot of in Europe. Uh, every mostly every year we had European games. So these games you play as well against the opponents from big big leagues. So I think that that uh, wasn't satisfied him, and, and that's why he stayed at Genk. I think. And. For, the, for 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 those South Africans who are not aware of the club gang, how would you describe the club? Uh, what kind of community was the club? You know, what what kind of a club is it? Well, it's 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 uh, it's it's a young club. It's only I think thirty years or something now. So, um, but it's 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 a club where a real family club. But with with, a, with even though it's a small club, a lot of tradition of foreigners because uh, it's where the mines. Uh, Started and, and, and a lot of people came there in this region to start work in the mines, Italian, Turkish, other other uh, nations, and and uh, multicultural and, and uh, it's, it's a club who, who, who developed fast uh, with a, a good young uh, development uh, of, of youth teams and and, and uh, players as the Brun Courtois all came to the ranks of gang and. Uh, and yeah, uh, it's like a top club that's still familiar. Uh, a lot of respect for each other, for culture, for the other nations, and uh, yeah, it's so they're really, really nice, nice team to play for. For those who are just joining us, we're speaking to a former teammate of Anna at Belgian club Ghent, Thomas Buffal, and also an international with Germany, of course, just remembering Anele and his time in Belgium. We have seen the likes, Thomas, of Kevin De Bruyne, Thibaut Couture. They've sent messages of condolences on social media. It, it seems to show that you were a close-knit family at Ghent. And even when we spoke to Anele in our studio in March, he was telling us that he was still in touch with the Thibaut Couture. Yeah, that's true. Uh, we believe yeah, we're the team as well who win the champion together with Courtois and De Bruyne and, and the team still follows each other on social media and gives some comments here and there. Uh, I feel sad that sometimes after football you, you don't have that much time to, to, to see each, each other that much because uh, you have your own family and things to do here and, 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 and it's not that easy. I was very happy that I nearly came to my home. Uh, farewell game uh, in, in, in July he came from South Africa uh, a long flight only to play in my game it's a testimonial that, that shows a lot of respect we have among the players that we played with uh, and, 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 and that, that, that is the family gang uh, how, how you uh, how you work and, 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 and where you learn each other and uh, yeah I, I feel really really sad about this news and finally, Thomas, how 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 do you choose to remember him, or how would you like him to be remembered? I I I, I like him to remember uh, as as a guy with many talents on and off the pitch. Uh, it's not only pinpoint one talent, but a lot of a lot of different talents. Uh, uh, focus and strength on the pitch, uh, joy, 
joy and respect uh, uh, and friendship off the pitch. It's, uh, it's, uh, yeah. it's such a sad news that we have to say goodbye to such a person uh, full of, 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 of joy and happiness uh, who, who can who can bring light to, to the players and to the, to the friends around him. He's always uh, in a good mood and uh, yeah, very sad, especially for the family. Uh, I, I really sent my deepest condolences to, to his family. Yes, and and finally, we know him as Terra Anele or Gondwe, and South Africans are asking, why did you call him Jongi? Oh, that's a good question. Uh, we all have had had uh, some some nicknames, and they called me Big Baba because I was one of the oldest. Uh, uh, but Jongi, yeah, uh, maybe maybe it started when he came to Genk. Uh, I was not there. Uh, that that. that that time when he came and started, maybe because he was still a young kid who came to Genk and then they called him Jungi. I, I don't know. Uh, mm. That's uh, I, I never asked that question because uh, it seems to suit, suit him Jungi, and uh, we always called him Jungi. Yeah, I know it does suit him. And finally, do you see him coming back to Belgium because he had told us that he's got plans of going back to Belgium after his playing days? Yes, he was even looking maybe for a move back to Belgium because, yeah, of of course, if you play nine years or you live nine years somewhere, you you feel connected, and that's what I what I mentioned earlier that that it's sad as as football players we live in a, in, in a certain period very very close to each other. Eh? We really have to work hard with each other and 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 you become family in a certain certain meaning. And then when you stop football, it's, it's so difficult because one is there, one is there to, to connect and have some time because you got older and then have family as well. And then that's where I feel sad that that then the time catches and, 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 and the good times we had, we, we could not bring them back in, in, in the future. And, and yeah, it's not only, only with Amiri, but with other teammates as well, that it's, it's difficult to, to keep in contact and with, with all of them and, and sometimes... I, that that feels it feels difficult for me, but uh, and and now yeah, what happens with Oneli even more that at the time some sometimes went into us and and we didn't we didn't have a chance or took the time anymore to 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 the good times we had to 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 make them happen again. Thomas, thank you very much for finding time to speak You're to welcome. us here in South Africa. We really appreciate it. We know that you also had a personal tragedy of your own a couple of years always, ago. You will always be a legend for us and, 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 and always in the, in the thoughts of the supporters of Genk and uh, yeah, uh, what, what, what he, uh, he, uh, he meant to for the club and for the people here uh, will never be forgotten. And uh, yeah, uh, I hope this can give a little bit, a little bit uh, grief to the family Thank you, Tom. thank you, Thomas. I know the family is listening, and thank you very much for taking our call here in South Africa. That is a former teammate of Anelengong at Belgium at Belgian club Genk, uh, Thomas Buffal, who also played for Feyenoord, by the way, in, um, in the Eredivisie. He also played for Rangers in uh, Scotland, and uh, he's an international. Played three, three, played. 36 matches for, for Belgium. And as I mentioned, he also had a personal tragedy of his own a couple of years ago, losing his wife uh, to, to cancer. So um, we send strength to him also, and we thank him for being able to speak to us during this time. And you heard there that in, in Belgium, it's also all over the news, as you would expect. And it's it, it you can really tell that Anele flew our flag really high in Belgium. He really represented us with, that, with dignity, and that's why they hold him in such high regard there in Belgium. And um, I did say that uh, later on, we're still going to speak to Quentin Fortune because when Anne was here in March in our studios, he did mention Quentin Fortune about how he helped kickstart his career when he was still in Cape Town. And uh, Quentin has agreed to speak to us all the way from the UK. But as I mentioned, it was probably one of his last profile interviews that he did with us here on SAFM. And uh, for those who might have missed the interview, you can get it on www w.iono.fm you just go to the SFM spot on page you type Anelengonga you'll find the full interview but we're going to take you back there as we remember Anelengonga Leading Sport Stories of the Day on SAFM so then let's play the first part of our interview that uh, we did with Anelengonga where he talks about his journey from Ekugule to, to as I mentioned, how Quentin Fortune helped him reach his uh, dream and also his time at Arsenal under Arsene Wenger. We've got our guest in studio, Anelengonga. Anela, good evening. Thank you for joining us. Good evening, 
in studio. Good evening, Tavisa. Thanks for having me and good uh, evening to your listeners also. And thank you for being a pro. You've been here for a very long time. We really appreciate you uh, respecting the time and we don't take it for granted. It's my pleasure. Okay, thanks for that, Arthur. What keeps you going, Anel? Yeah, there's so many things that keep me going, you know. Looking where, I coming fr- where I'm coming from and, uh, you know, and uh, I was lucky enough that uh, I grew in the, in the background where the family loves sport, mm. you know, and uh, for me to talk about my background, it's something also that it has helped me as a, as a player and as a person, you know, and uh, of course being a father also being a, a good example to the community where I come from in Google in Cape Town. Mm. And uh, of course there was uh, what, what pushes me most, you know, and uh, when I grew up, I never, I never in my mind thought that I would play in the PSL. Because mm. I never look at PSL as uh, where I want to play. You know, uh, sitting in Guguleto, listening to the Champions League uh, National Anthem, you know, that is where I, I, I told myself that is where I want to be, you know, and, uh, and uh, I stick to it and I chase that dream. And, uh, you know, as, as they said, the rest is history. And, of course, having my mom also being there on my side also to give me the treaties, you know, I'm always uh, disciplined and dedication and uh, determination also, you know, so those are the things. And uh, of course, it's, uh, you know, you you, 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 know, you you need the good people around you mm. to succeed also, of course. And uh, for me, I'm not that person that who likes uh, to be in the social media or to do... Yeah, you don't speak much. You don't nah, say a lot, Anele. No, no, that's not me. And uh, I, like, I like to do my job after that. I, I go home and... And then, of course, look at myself in the mirror. If uh, did I do enough, you know? Because mm. you you can't cheat you can't cheat the game, you know. So that's all. Oh, every 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 game that I play, I always uh, go back home and reflect. And I also need some help from the people that have been there for me, you know. Like Abu Tabungome, and I still talk to, mm. and uh, Abu Tabungome in Cape Town. So those are the people that also do analyze my game. So that's that's all I can say. Okay, thank you for that, uh, We're there from Cape Town. I've actually lived in Cape Town for a few years, and I know how highly they speak of you, Anele Nonga, in Cape Town. I mean, like you said, you are a role model to the people of Cape Town. And when you left Cape Town, did they know about your football? Because uh, the rest of the country didn't know about your football, and then you turned up in Belgium. In my community, yes, they know. They mm. knew me, but... Uh you know, it started at 1999 when, uh, thanks God, you know, I was helped by uh, the former player, Quentin Fortune. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, when he started the club called FC Fortune. FC Fortune with Colin G. Yes, with Colin G. So yes. that time Colin G was my agent. So uh, it started uh, there and uh, and I'm still grateful to Quentin for what he did to me and mm. my family because he also put me in, in the school in Simonstown. Mm. And, uh, of course, then uh, from Simonstown and... Uh, I went to I went to Arsenal for a trial. Yes, yes, I remember uh, that. Yeah, I went for, to Arsenal, and then uh, it was a problem of the work permit, and uh, of course not having so many caps. And uh, Arsene Wenger reco- recommended me to 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 Genk, mm. where uh, I can call it my second home because uh, I spent nine years in Belgium in one team, mm. and uh, and then I went to France uh, to play in Estec and. Uh, and I came back home. <laughs> I wonder how many people know that he actually went uh, to uh, Arsenal. And I was going to ask him about that, and I'm glad that he touched on that. But when you were when you were growing up, I mean, in, in Cape Town, did you think that your career would take this path? Is it something that you were hoping for, or were you also like any other youngster hoping to play in the PSL? I never thought of that, you know, of my career that will go like this, the way it is, because uh, I grew up in the. Uh, the area where I grew up, it was tough, it was rough. Mm. You know? And uh, now the name has changed because I can't say the name on the radio because it's, a, it's, a, it's not a nice word, you know, because uh, and, uh, it was rough. You know, some of the friends that I uh, had passed away, you know, because there was too much crime, there was uh, gun shooting, gangsterism. And uh, like I said, you know, I, uh, sport, sport did a favor for me, to mm. me, you know, and it played a big role to me, sport. And... Uh, and uh, of course, when uh, when the, the Colin Gee and Quentin Fortune moved me away from my family in Google to mm. to go stay in uh, in uh, in uh, Stinberg, 
with another family. So mm. because they they saw that uh, I might not make it, but they saw a potential in me. I might not make it because of the rough uh, community that uh, I'm into. Mm. And uh, and uh, it w- it paid off, and uh, I stay with the family, with the the the, the Hemen family. They mm-hmm. look after me. They were cooking for me. I was eating healthy. I, wa- I was only focused in football and school, you know. And uh, that's how uh, 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 I made it. You know. And when you went to Arsenal in in I think 2007, around there, uh, Arsene Wenger was there. Which players were there at Arsenal? And were you training with the first team during your, your trial? Yes, I was training with the first team, and uh, I remember because I was uh, I was in the same hotel with uh, Adibayo. Adibayo was just coming from Monaco, mm. and uh, Diaby, mm. Abu Diaby, uh, Abu Diaby. Yes, and uh, there were there were Freddy Lumbeck. You know, there was Titi also, Thierry Andre, and yes. uh, and you know, and uh, the, and my African brother Adibayo took me to his wings, and uh, mm. you know. After I remember watching them, they were still playing. They were still playing in high beer at that time. Mm-hmm. And uh, after one game, and then uh, he invited me to go to Thierry Andre's house. And uh, you know, I mean, as a young boy, and seeing Thierry Andre and uh, all these big names, you know, and I was like, it, it, it's, uh, it was something that also motivated me. That uh, no, you know what? One day maybe I'll also be part of this. The the, the 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 Champions League, you know, mm. to play the UEFA Cup in Europe, and uh, yeah, I was I was so blessed. You know. And then you went on and you went to Genk there, not knowing anybody in Belgium, but you stayed at Genk for a very long time. Uh, what made you stay at Genk? You played over two hundred and twenty matches uh, for Genk. You stayed for almost ten years. Yeah, you know, uh, the funny thing about it is. Uh, Arsene Wenger, when he recommended me to, to Genk, mm. my agent was working, Kolenki was working with another agent in Belgium. So they, he said, listen, let's try a, a, a team called Centrudian in Belgium. Oh, yeah. And uh, I went to Centrudian. Um, I was supposed to stay for one week. But uh, when I got there, they made me train with the reserve side, you know. And uh, I was like, no, come on, man. I was just training with, with Arsenal. Uh, Arsenal, with the top guys. <laughs> and you know? and uh, now you're bringing me with the, I mean, with the second team. And I have to use my own uh, training kit. Mm. I'm like, no. And I stayed, uh, and that time, my friend Asanda Sishuba was still playing. Mm, mm, mm. So, I remember Sishuba. Yeah, so I, uh, uh, I didn't stay long. I stayed for two days, and then I called uh, my agent. I said, listen. Uh, for this, this is not for me, and uh, I think we should take the option of uh, Asen Wenger and then go to to Genk. Mm. And uh, from Centurion to Genk, it's like twenty minutes drive. Mm. And uh, we went to to Genk, and uh, there was a coach called Ronnie Faninela, and I trained with the first team for two days, and then they told me that listen, you need to go home and fix your paper. We need you back, ah. and uh, and then I signed a one year contract with Genk uh, with an option of a three years and uh, I didn't play much in the first season. Mm. Uh, I think I've made uh, four, I played four games and then I had an operation on uh, on my shoulder and now the thing, now the question is, I've got a one year, con- I've got a one year contract. And a shoulder injury. I've got a shoulder injury and uh, look, uh, where, wherever I go, uh, I try to be humble and try to to, to mix myself and 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 try to know about mm. the team and uh, and and the doctor of the team was a best friend of mine which I'm still in touch with him now. Who said to me? I told him I went straight to him. I said, "Talk. There's three games left, mm. and uh, they've got the option, and my contract is coming to an end. I need help." He gave me injection. I took an injection. Mm. And uh, Hugo Bros, mm, one mm, one I remember yes. Hugo Bros. Yes, Hugo yes, Bros. yes. And uh, Hugo Bros. asked me. He called me uh, in his office. He asked me, "Listen, are you sure you're gonna be able to, to make it for these three games left?" I mm. said, "Coach, I will be." And then uh, I think we played uh, uh, the we played Circle Bruges, mm. and I gave an assist. And then uh, the second game and. We played against, I think it was uh, Zulta Wergen, and then I played well in that game. And then they called me in the office. They said, listen, we're taking the option in three years. Mm. And then after that, I'm starting to have my pain now. I said, I've got a problem with my shoulder. Now you could tell them. Now I could tell them, because now I'm safe now. I've got this three-year contract. Uh. Yeah. 
He's mentioned Quentin Fortune so many times in this interview that we did in March. It was only right that we asked Quentin Fortune just to say a few words to us, and he is on the line. We'll speak to him after this break as we remember our legend. Tabiso Musiya on SAFM. As we continue to remember Anelengonga, let's also welcome Quentin Fortune, who's been kind enough to give us some of his time all the way from the UK. Good evening from us, Quentin, and thank you very much for speaking to us in South Africa tonight. No, it's good evening, Tabiso. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Thanks, uh, Quentin. It's a dark day here in South Africa. When did you find out about the news of Anele? And I'm sure you were you were as shocked as us. Yeah, I mean, um, I got a friend from, uh, from Cape Town text me this morning, and um, and I was told the news, and I just couldn't believe it. I think it was about it's probably your time, uh, ten o'clock. I got eight o'clock this morning in the UK time, so um, just couldn't just in disbelief the whole day. Um, I went to training this morning. And uh, trying to focus on training, but uh, it was hard because I know in LA since I think when he's 14, and um, I pl- I'm very fortunate. I was very fortunate enough to play against him when he was in Belgium as well, and see the progress he made through his career, playing for the national team and playing in Belgium. It was just uh, amazing to see, you know, a young man from South Africa, from Cape Town, making it to Europe, and um, I just could not believe. Still, still um, shocked and. Um, I can't believe that uh, he's not with us anymore. Yeah, and in this interview that we've just played, Quentin, that we did with him in March, just before lockdown here in South Africa, he's mentioned you a number of times, and he says he's so grateful to you and, and Colin Gee for just taking him yeah. out of of Kugule. What did you see in him? Because he says that you even took him to go stay with a family in Stenbeck and put him through school in Simonstown. Well, Anela, I had absolutely nothing to do. All, all the... the, the the, the, the goal with the FC Fortune Football Club was only to find young players and to give them the opportunity. And they did all the hard work. Um, we were fortunate enough that Anela chose us. Uh, he could have probably gone to other clubs in, in South Africa. So um, Anela did all the hard work and, and, and um, he deserves all the success he had in his life, rightly so, because he put in the work. And uh, we were just very blessed to have such a young, talented player um, to be part of his life. Um, like I said, I was very fortunate when I played at the end of my career against uh, against him in Belgium, and, and, and it was and it kind of a, a surreal moment because this is the young man we found and discovered uh, in Google in, in the Cape Flats, and uh, uh, yeah, we were on the same page uh, playing against each other, and uh, um, amazing human being, um, gentle spirit, a very very talented footballer, could play midfield, you name him, many many positions, and um, uh, my condolences, condolences got out to his family and, and, and um, uh, anyone who knew him, friends and, and, and loved ones, but um, amazing, amazing human being. And um, um, yeah, just like I said, still in disbelief. Would you say your paths were similar, coach? And maybe that's why you could relate to Anele because you also left uh, uh, very early to go overseas and you were not known here in South Africa just like him. And that was the idea. I always, I always, uh, when I speak to about giving advice to young players in South Africa, is to get them, get them out of the country as young as possible. And and Anelia, we, like I said, we were very fortunate that uh, he chose us to help him. And, and but he did all the work, and because he had the talent, he had the the right mentality for it. He had the, the desire to make it in Europe, and um, uh, we had a kind of a summer journey and um, to see the progress he made. Because it's not easy to leave at such a young age and, and, and trying to make something of your career, and, and he did it. And uh, um, like I said, I was just very part, of, very grateful to have been part of his journey in life and play a small part in, in, in guiding him. But uh, I nearly did all the, all the amazing hard work, and um, uh, like I said, we were just very grateful that uh, we, we were part of his life. He stayed in Belgium for a decade, also moved to France and played there. What does that say about him, or what does it take, Quentin Fortune, to stay overseas for that long? It takes character. Um, a lot of players in South Africa are extremely talented, um, and, but it takes character to, to leave at such a young age. It takes desire, it takes determination, hard work, and, and an elite, all that, um, on top of his talent. And it, you know, talent is just a small part. And, and, and like I said, Anelli, from where he comes from, uh, to make it out from the, uh, the area he came from, it's by God's grace, and it's a miracle. And so the the character of the man, and uh, um, you know, uh, we, we should celebrate the, the 
the time that he was here with us and, and, and um, you know, pray that God gives uh, um, with his family now and help him through this difficult time because he should still be here with us. He should still be growing old and, 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 and doing something after, you know, should have done something after his football career and, and then live a, a long and wonderful life. But, um, God knows best, but uh, it's it's it's, uh, it's just amazing. Like I said, I was very fortunate to be part of uh, this young man's life, and 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 uh, he will remember forever. Finally, coach, as somebody who's done it all and seen it all, what's your advice to youngsters in South Africa that also have this football dream? Look, it takes, uh, look at Anelle. Look at Anelle's example. Uh, how he left South Africa. Look at what he did. And he stayed humble. Uh, humility <laughs> is what I've seen from there since the day we, we, we discovered him. And uh, of, of all the things he achieved in his life, he remained humble. But it takes a lot of hard work. It takes a lot of determination, desire. Talent is one. Talent is only a small, small percentage. You need to work harder than everyone else uh, in your team and, 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 and make the sacrifice like Adnella did. He left his family and when he left the beginning, and of course, it's probably pretty funny when he, when he started to play and, and, and make something, a career in, in, in Belgium, in Europe. And um, if he can leave as early as possible, there's no perfect there's no perfect time how these things work, but if he can leave uh, the country as early as possible and uh, trying to make the work, you know, try it. But if not, try it at the later, a later stage, but... Um, but it takes a lot of hard work, a lot of hard work. But look, this, I just want to give my, in this moment for, for Anela, and, and uh, I just want to say that um, uh, he was an amazing human being, um, fantastic player, uh, represented his country, which is amazing. And uh, I was, like I said, um, condolences to his family. And um, like I said, I will remember him. I will speak to the players here about him. I will remember him every single day of my life. And uh, I was very grateful Thank you very much, Quentin Fortune, and we're grateful for the role that you played in Anil Ngonga's career, and we're glad that he never forgot you in all his interviews, and even after he made it at Bafana Bafana or overseas, he still remembered what you did for him, and we thank you for that, Quentin. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Quentin Fortune there, former Manchester United player, now first-team coach at Reading, of course, in the UK. Let's take some of the voice notes and we'll take a break and come back with the second part of our interview with Anne Good evening to you, Tabiso, and the listeners. My heartfelt condolences to the Nonde family, friends, associates, and companions. It's such a sad loss. I mean, the guy was such a good guy. He had such a bright future ahead of him. And now he's gone. It's not nice. We're losing so many of our sportsmen with road accidents. It's just not right. Thank you so much from Chapter 2. Sure, member. What I said they indeed, you know, for us soccer loving nation to be mourning the death of Anele, you know, a very true soldier, a good servant of, of the country. Anele was one of those disciplined players. Whenever when he was called to come and represent Bafana Bafana, he was ready. He would come here, even if he was not called. Not what we are seeing recently. If some players are not called, they'll go on social medias, they will bash Safa, they will bash everyone, but not with Anel. Always humble. Yeah, it's such a great loss, man. Zico Smith from Macau. SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. Yeah, no, it's a tough show, but the show must go on. It was tough putting it together. It's tough to listen to this interview we did with Anel Ngonga. Uh, but as we said, um, as we say, each job be each job. And we have to remember Anel for the man that he was on and off the field. And we have to do justice to his tribute. And we thank all the voice notes. Chapter 2, you actually make a very good point. I know now this is not the time and uh, people will say but accidents happen, car accidents happen but we have seen over the years and I know where your concerns come from about players uh, uh, losing their lives in, 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 in car accidents in the early hours of the morning and maybe it is a conversation that we will have uh, going forward but right now we would like to continue to remember and here's the second part of our interview where he also tells us about his uh, time at Genk and his relationship with the likes of Kevin De Bruyne and 
back home. You know. mm. And you just mentioned Bafana Bafana. I was going to ask you about De Bruyne and, and Qatar, but just on Bafana Bafana, some players, like you're saying, come from Europe. Most of them are from a local uh, in the PSL. Some play Champions League. Does it then lead to an imbalance maybe in the national team because not all of you are on the same level? Yeah, it does because you know you 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 are you are in that level. You know, I, I was so impressed with uh, Azungu. You know, uh. I, I remember when he le- uh, when he left before he leaves Sundowns, he was calling me asking me about how things done in Europe. You know, and uh, I spoke to Kemit when he went to join Fra- a team in France. He asked yes. me the, the medical. How's the medical has been done in France compared to Holland and uh, and Belgium and uh, in South Africa? You know. And uh, like to go back to that, I think uh, if you look at, uh, we are not in the same level in the in the Bafana Bafana, mm. you know. And uh, also the tactics, also you know, because mm. what what these players learn in Europe, you know, because you you I, I, I don't undermine our football, you know, and uh, and our players. But mm. uh, you look at uh, you look at uh, Zungo will play with Neymar on the weekend. You know, you will put the A game and then, you know, you've got, uh, and then he comes back to the national team. And uh, uh, what he's been teach here now, you know, it gives us, da- yeah, it mm. gives us doubt. And, you know, and now he's got players around him that uh, 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 now he has to again adjust back and say, hey, mm. you know, and yeah, those things, there are small details that, uh, that uh, happens on the on the pitch where, where, where I'm saying what I'm saying on him. Anela, you mentioned Kevin De Bruyne. He was a youngster when you were at Gank. Do you still are you still in touch with him? Uh, I've been in touch with uh, with his with his brother, huh. and uh, you know he he's now on another level. He's busy, <laughs> and, you know it's uh, he's he's a big star now. And uh, but uh, I remember when I went uh, I, I went to. I went to Belgium. Mm. It was uh, last I was invited in the in the testimonial, the testimonial match. Yes. Yeah, and uh, I was lucky that I met uh, Tibo was there. Kevin couldn't make it. Mm. You know, Tibo Kutua was there, and uh, Penteke was there. Mm. And uh, you know, we had to catch up because they they were young when they joined gang. Yeah. You know, Kevin came straight from the under 19s. He never came. He never played in the reserve side. Mm. And uh, Tibo also the same thing. And uh, no, but uh, uh, the the only guy that I'm still in touch very well is Tibo Kutwa. Mm. Yeah, I'm still in touch with Tibo. And I'm sure he's happy now to come and show you and tell you how far he's come if he was a youngster when you were a senior then. Yeah, you know, it's uh, you know he, uh, I was laughing when uh, when I arrived in, in, in Kenk for the testimony game. So we were in the changing room. So I, uh, I didn't see his car, you know. Uh. And, uh, you know, he said to me, <laughs> Comes, come here, come here, come see what's happening outside. So I was like, I look in, in the window and I see this Lamborghini spider on ah. I'm like, whose car is this? He said, ah, you remember, I was driving Ford. Now this is the thing I'm driving. You know? And uh, now I said, I'm so happy for him. You deserve everything that you've got. And, uh, you know, you've been patient. Mm. You, you've worked hard for it, you know, from gang to Chelsea. I mean, you... And uh, the way that you got your chance, you got the chance because the I remember the three keepers, uh, two keepers were injured on the day of the match, mm. and then we had to took him up from the from the stand to be the goalkeeper. From there on, he never looked back. Wow. He made us win the the league in 2019, and, uh, and then Chelsea came uh, knocking for him. And uh, I'm so very I'm so proud that and I've I've shared a changing room with those guys, you know. Okay, let's start from the back, Anele, with these questions. Is there <laughs> any player, if you had to take one player overseas, who would it be? Wow, that's a difficult one. But uh, look, of course, no, I will take Serena. Serena? Nah, back to Uruguay? Yeah, I will take him there. Is it? <laughs> yeah. Would you have him in Bafana? I would love the other call from Cape Town, did it help going to Europe early because you are never in the news for the wrong reasons and they mentioned some players from Cape Town that have a disciplinary issues, discipline issues? Yes, it, it, it helped me a lot, you know, and, uh, you know, and uh, I, was, uh, I was told at a younger age when I arrived in Belgium, you know, how to behave in the media as a professional player, you know, how to handle yourself, you know, when it comes to, you know, social, uh, social media and uh, how to... How to talk to to the journalist? You know, it's mm. what uh, you 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 have been teach in Europe. You know, and uh, 
that's what I said. I was lucky enough to be part of King family that, uh, you know, uh, I was treated as one of their son, you know, and uh, that's why I always say I call King my, my second home. Yeah, no, it's a tough one. Let's end with some of your voice notes. Evening, dear member, Tulania from Holland. Condolences to the family and the. Uh, good evening, Tabiso. It's your My deepest condolences to the family and friends of Anele. A humble player, down to earth, very disciplined on and off the field. I started to know him at the Bafana Bafana. He was a very good uh, player. May his soul rest in eternal peace. Thank you. Good evening, my brother. My name is Sam Kutasa. Um, first of all, I want to say my condolences to the family of Anele uh, back in Cape Town, your mother, the sisters, and everyone. And my brother, what I can say, he was humble and uh, listening also to the interview that we had with him before. He's a humble man, and uh, I wish the young people may learn a lot uh, from him. And uh, may his soul rest in peace, my brother, and may God be with them during this difficult time. Thank you very much. Sam Kutase from Limpopo. Thank you. Thank you, Sam, and thank you to everybody. If you couldn't play your voice note, thank you for the tweet. Saddam Maka, we also see you on social media. The Kaiser Chiefs fan paying his tribute to Anele. That's very beautiful to see. Um, that's why it's called a beautiful game and fair play to you. And once again, on behalf of SAFM radio station, SABC Sport, our condolences to the family of Anele. And thank you to Katla Humudiba for putting it together, as well as Sylvester Komane in technical.